Episode 26, Presuppositions that Frame Teaching and Learning. Welcome to the Principles and Practice Podcast. This is where we discuss biblical principles for life and learning. I'm your host, Heather Hall, and this is my co-host, Brian Hall. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Do you know, before we dive into our topic, we thought that we would share some really good news about things that we're seeing happen in our nation. We thought it would be encouraging and help inspire our listeners. To begin with, there is Patriot Academy, which is owned by Rick Green, and he started a biblical citizenship course where he collaborates with different individuals to learn about, well, to help citizens learn about our history as a nation and how our faith is tied so intimately to our nation's liberty. And so he has an introductory class that starts with Kirk Cameron, Mm -hmm. and he's explaining about the monument to the forefathers. That's a great monument. And um, hopefully we'll end up with one of the little models of it ourselves one day. Hopefully. (laughs) But anyway... um, And then Pastor Rob McCoy is involved with it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of different individuals. And it's an eight-week course. Mm -hmm. So we're a part of a group. And the main organizer of the group is hosting this at a facility. And there was a really good turnout the first class. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there's a a good number. And the church is really supportive of it that it was being held at. And the... uh, and then he's also going to be doing a, a ninth week, after all this is all done, the biblical citizenship, which teaches about our rights in the Constitution and and um, all that. But at the end of it, he's going to talk about how we can work locally with our local organizations and and uh, where we can help out. So that's really neat. And I was greatly encouraged by the turnout mm-hmm. and also Toward, or toward the very end of it, there was a gentleman who stood up and he, you know, publicly expressed that he needed to repent for not being involved enough as a citizen in civics and also for, you know, not knowing about our history as a nation. And so mm-hmm. he actually led a very beautiful and sincere corporate uh, prayer of repentance and people were starting to voice that they wanted to get involved in the different aspects that they already knew of with civics, like the teacher. Um, school board. Yeah, the school boards and things like that. So that was really encouraging to see. And I, I we didn't make it for the second class because we had a family um, gathering going on. Um, you know, I guess it, the size of the class sounded like it had increased somewhat. Mm-hmm. And there are even more people on the list that have expressed interest in attending the the course. So, yeah, so we're great. pretty excited about that. And we know that mm-hmm. this is not only happening in our area. There are several locations across the United States where people are hosting this course, as well as individuals taking it within their own homes. Mm-hmm. So that's greatly encouraging. Yeah. And then Kirk Cameron started the American Campfire Revival, Mm -hmm. and he's having that on his Facebook page, YouTube, and more than likely his Instagram account, too, I think. So that's pretty exciting. He has a, it's like a 100-day plan, Mm -hmm. 
and he's going through Dr. Marshall Foster's book called The American Covenant. Mm-hmm. And of course, he has the beautiful hardcover, yeah, bound version of it that you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't find the hard bound copy anywhere. But anyway, um, so, but Dr. Foster is revising the book, so. Mm-hmm. That's true. And people can pre-order that copy at his World History Institute website. Mm-hmm. And just as a side, we are not affiliates, and we don't get any um, compensation for mm-hmm. mentioning Dr. Foster's book. Just to put that out there, just to let you know. So, but it would be a great book to have. Yeah. For a family library. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, of course, many places across the states got hit with that Arctic weather that came yes. through. <laughs> yes, we ourselves got a nice ice storm that caused some uh, damage and power outages. We were out of out of power for, what, four days? Mm-hmm. And that was quite interesting. We did great. Yeah, we did great. Yeah, we our, stayed nice and warm and toasty with our fireplaces. Our family was prepared for mm-hmm. something like that, thankfully. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we treated it as an adventure. It was like glamping indoors. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it was really neat because, you know, neighbors were checking in on neighbors and Mm -hmm. offering to help each other. So that was really, really a breath of fresh air considering how things have been going the past Mm -hmm. year or so with the current narrative. And, um, yeah, and then just, you know, we read of incidents across the nation where other people were helping out in their communities. Mm -hmm. So. Yep, neighbors help with neighbors. Yep. And then... Of course, there's also, you know, just more resources being offered through the Foundation for American Christian Education. Mm-hmm. Um, they had just had their Lessons in Liberty class today. Yeah, and they have a lot of a lot of classes for Lessons in Liberty. If you're interested. Mm-hmm. The one for today. Um, this recording is late, but uh, Dr. Carol Adams addressed why the principal approach. Mm-hmm. And then I guess in April, I think she said that they're going to touch on the mechanics of the principal approach. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's like an online information meeting. If you would like to learn more about the principal approach or you know, you already know of it, but you would like to encourage people in your local area to learn more about it, then um, it might be a good idea to try to encourage them to attend the online meeting where they can ask questions and get some answers to their questions at the end of each session. Mm-hmm. But if they've missed any of them, then they can still sign up for it and watch the recordings and mm-hmm. they can always, you know, call or email the foundation for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really good about getting back to you. They are. So, yeah, I think those are some encouraging things to to consider to always see what steps are being taken in the right direction mm-hmm. and um, how else you can get involved with some things. So, yep. Okay, so carrying on now with the uh, topic of presuppositions that frame teaching and learning. So the biblical Christian worldview is the philosophical context of the principal approach. And of course, since we want to master our subject at hand, we're going to go ahead and use Webster's 1828 Dictionary to define our vocabulary. So philosophy comes from the Latin, which is philosophia. And in the Greek, it means to love and wisdom. Therefore, the definition is the love of wisdom, an explanation of the reason of things. 
Philosophy is first Christian. And another way to look at that is Christ in, like Christ in the individual, Christ in the subject. And it's biblical, so that means that it's authorized by the Word of God. Now, presuppositions, that comes from the word presume and suppose and supposition. Every philosophy is based upon presuppositions. So presupposition is the assumption from which we reason. It's the starting point from which to reflect. Biblical Christianity is the presuppositional component of the principal approach to life and learning. The biblical Christian worldview has core presuppositions. There's four of them. And uh, the first one is we begin our thinking with God. And the only other option to that is to begin thinking on the basis of men's assumptions and conclusions. Which you know there are a lot of them. Indeed. (laughs) And the uh, next one, number two, is the Bible is the authority, the truth, applicable to all of life, both in the private and public spheres. And then the counter to that, which is really the only option as Mm -hmm. a counter, is that truth is relative. Presupposition three is the nature of God is that he is transcendent creator, revealer of truth, redeemer of souls, uh, guide, and coming Lord and King. God alone is sovereign as his authority extends over all life in in a total way. And then the only option that's counter to that is that you know, God is redefined by man's finite perspective of his nature. God then becomes made in in man's image. Mm-hmm. And presupposition number four is, uh, life is not fragmented into sacred and secular. All of life must be submitted to the Lordship of Christ. Christians are first called to personal transformation, societal reformation. The only option that's counter to that is to keep Christ out of the public square. Which they've been doing that for a lot of years. Yeah, and a lot of Christians have not understood mm-hmm. that that it's not he's not supposed to be out of the public square. Yep, that's not how it started out. Right, so another positive step in the right direction is that a lot of Christians are starting to learn that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. We do need to keep Christ in the public square. So another aspect is discerning worldviews. As Christians, we're required to know the reasons for the hope that's in us. We're all called to obedience and to propagate the gospel to all people. Of course, ministry begins in our home with our families, but then it's to extend outside of that Mm -hmm. and also be a genuine reflection of our relationship with Christ, Mm -hmm. being ambassadors for him. To accomplish this, we need to understand the thinking of others. We have to understand their worldview, Mm -hmm. and we need to stand firm and true to our Christian belief system. Christians need to learn to articulate systematically the biblical Christian worldview because what we believe governs how we live. Yeah, if we don't understand our own worldview, we can't defend our own worldview. Mm-hmm. And that translates to whether or not we believe that God is transcendent mm-hmm. and whether or not we believe that we have the ability to positively affect civics because of our worldview. Mm-hmm. So uh, in looking at understanding the structure of, our, of the worldview, there are some uh, basic questions uh, and philosophical components which form the basis of every worldview. Worldviews only differ in their responses to basic life questions, not their structure. 
you can see that when we were talking about presuppositions just now that we were comparing and contrasting worldviews. And we're going to continue comparing and contrasting with the following questions. So because ideas have consequences, uh, or because internal principles lead to external changes, answers to these questions will also establish the way men live and the structure of their institutions. There is no neutrality in worldviews. I say all life issues and societal structures are addressed and influenced by solutions to the questions of man's origins, uh, he, how he comes to know truth and understands his value and purpose. Mm -hmm. So we can look at the seven institutional structures of life. There's civil, social, that is to say civil and self-government, marriage and jurisdiction. There's ecclesiastical, which is obviously church-related. Legal, that means jurisprudence and the pursuit of justice. Economic, which is market, the production of goods and services. Education, of course that's teaching and learning and the formation of character. Aesthetics, this breaks down to art forms that are audio, visual to literary. And international relations, so relations between nations, diplomacy, and national security. And so that's why it's so important that we uh, know our worldview and we teach a biblical worldview to our children. So a biblical Christian worldview produces Christian education. Uh, scriptural truths are not superficially imposed upon the curriculum, but the substance of the disciplines themselves. Education in a biblical Christian worldview will produce superior scholarship reasoning and articulation and equip students to be servant leaders and reforming the powers in their nation. All right, so that's why the principal approach matters because, you know, we have a great challenge within education um, and that's to make the most of itself. So it can bring each child to reach his or her fullest expression of his or her individual value in Christ. The philosophy, the curriculum, and methodology that achieves this goal is the principal approach because it puts the Word of God at the heart of every subject. Now, this is broken down in a worldview chart, and we're just going to go through this briefly here. But we look at the origins, and the question that's considered is what is the origin of all that exists? So it's either going to be like the Big Bang, evolutionary, or the Creator God. Right, and I know that there are some Christians who do adhere to um, the idea of God creating the Big Bang, and they adhere to the process of evolution um, and an old earth, but maybe in another podcast we can address the issues mm -hmm. about that. Yep, um, right now we'll just keep, keep it to the basics. And we can expand that maybe in the future. Yeah. All right. So then when it comes to looking at things that are epistemological. Or truth. Or truth. Um, the question is, how can I be certain of what is absolutely true or false? And so what that, what that comes down to is like, is it going to be what I see and know? Is it what I feel? Or is it what God's word says? And then we can look at the axiological term, 
which is the value of something. You know, I don't try to say these words because <laughs> I left that to her. <laughs> That's the value of something. And the question considered is, how can I determine what is most valuable? You know, what is most valued? Human-centered, material-centered, or is God most valued? And then there's, I think it's pronounced, teleological and the um that means the purpose so what is my purpose and destiny is the question that's that goes along um with that term yep and then it's like uh are you a citizen of heaven or here and now is all there is Mm -hmm. and so when it comes to education there are these contrasting views what Mm -hmm. is your student learning through the curriculum that's that's being used whether they're in you know, a traditional school, whether it's uh, government ran or private or your own home school, you know, do you, does it address in all subjects biblical principles? Does it point our children to Christ? Does it help them to think and reason through how God is sovereign over all of these subjects? Um, Or is it removing God from them and, hey, this is just our history lesson and this is just what happened? Is it addressing God's providential hand throughout history? And despite man's sin and despite things not being 100% perfect or being in a utopia, do we still look at the steps that are being taken in the right direction over the course of history because of the cause to effect due to the gospel? Mm -hmm. Or is that being left out? And are our children seeing that God is not relevant to the subjects that they're learning. And I was just going to comment on on the with worldview. You know, we look at these uh, terms, the origins, the truth, the value, and the purpose. And you, with a worldview, you have to be solid on all these because they touch one another. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you know, accept evolution and then have it not affect truth, value, and purpose. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent point. Glad you brought that up. So in summary... In the principal approach to life and learning, we compare and contrast. It's modeled for us by Jesus, it's throughout the Bible, and it's powerful. Knowing what we believe and why we believe it as Christians allows us to challenge other worldviews in light of a biblical worldview and prepares us to be able to propagate the gospel. Mm -hmm. That's good words as well. Thanks. All right, guys. Well, that's all we have for this episode. We hope that it inspires you. We hope that you're encouraged by the things that we shared at the very beginning and that you'll look into maybe seeing how you can learn from those other resources or get involved with hosting some of the um, biblical citizenship classes yourself. Also, be sure to check out what the Foundation for American Christian Education has to offer in these efforts as well. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. As always, if you're looking for additional resources or support, you can visit our website at principalacademy.com, check out our shop and our blog, and you can also find us on Facebook at Christian Homeschooling with Bible Principles, also on Instagram under Principal Academy. Thanks so much for joining us. All right, well, this is Heather Hall. And this is Brian Hall. For Christ and His glory. <laughs> <laughs>